Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 17 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. Before we go any further and dive deep into today's action, take a few moments to Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the TTL podcast on. If you would be so kind and you enjoy what you are hearing coming out of the sound waves, go ahead and leave us a review. We certainly do appreciate those five stars. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Soroka, and as per usual, it is my pleasure to bring in the co-host of this podcast, a young man who is juiced up as he can see the start of his White Sox season just on the horizon, a young man that's ready to see the Chicago Bulls maybe turn it around and potentially make a playoff push this year. And a young man who is coming into this episode on a a little bit of an injury, coming in on the IR, ladies and gentlemen, had a battle with his iPhone charger this morning, and uh, we're going to keep it nice and short for him because he's still battling through the chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm great, man. I'm here. You said IR. There's no IR. I'm playing hurt. I'm here. Got a bit of a, a rough, stiff neck. So uh, uh, nothing too tell, alarming. Tell so the I, folks what happened, man. What's going uh, it's on? Stupid, man. I I don't know. I don't know what happened. I made <laughs> a weird old. made a weird turn here. Yeah, age twenty five. We're getting old. <laughs> Pulling next. Made a weird turn reaching for my charger this morning, and uh, the next thing I know, I, I felt like shit, or my neck neck felt like shit all day. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know. Got to do the whole body turn whenever I go left, <laughs> he, the full he, body turn. He looked at me earlier today. <laughs> I just started laughing. I said, man, I'm sorry. Funny, but, not funny. It oh, sucks, but I'm playing the hurt. Uh, There's going to be a movie made about this day. I'm cashing tickets through the pain. Sure. I'm here. Okay. Hey. You know, recording podcasts, cashing tickets. I'm with I'm, you. Uh, I'm playing through it. I'm playing hurt. I'm with you. I'm playing inspired. I'm uh, I'm grinding. Hey, I love it. I'm so glad you joined me, partner. It'd be a rough go of things here talking to myself and uh, trying to make these picks. How about this weekend, man? We had uh, quite the action. Before we go any further, congratulations to the new baddest man on the planet, Francis Ngannou, with the heavyweight strap and the beautiful knockout of Stipe Miocic. Yeah. He worked for it. He deserves it. He earned it. Absa freaking Luli. Yeah, he was fantastic. Big hill to climb. Lost to Stipe, obviously, 2018. Mm. Climbed the mountain all the way back. Waited way. It, waited for his chance. And, you know, he, he capitalized on it. I mean, I, you know, we're not going to be the first ones to say this, but it was pretty evident the second he stopped those takedowns from Stipe that mm-hmm. Stipe was in a world of trouble. World of trouble. <laughs> and it, it just looked like he was way more patient than uh-huh. he had ever been in his fights. Uh, I don't know. Francis looked like he unlocked a whole new level of fighter, and he looks yeah. like a championship fighter <laughs> yeah. now. And so a little bit further, saw Dana mention something about a potential Derek Lewis fight yep. uh, coming up here. You got the whole here, social media, Twitter With world, Jones. UFC world, talking on John Jones already before we'll see you what know, happens. Dana can even spit it out of his mouth. I don't know if John Jones will be ready to go at heavyweight by July, August, but... 
we'll see what happens there. I've been there. reading his Twitter. It looks fingers like he's crossed. juiced, hey, ready we'll, to go. Fingers so we'll crossed. see. We'll see. Keep the eyes out. And before you know it, it's going to be UFC 261 mm-hmm. coming at you quick, fast, and in a hurry. April yeah, I mean, 21st, right? That sounds right. I don't have it right yeah. in front of me. But, uh, yeah, I mean... We don't need to go too deep into the card, but I mean, it was a solid it, card it overall. Card. It was How about uh, Sean O'Malley? Just kind of a kind of a bizarre, wild fight. Wild fight. You know, he he fought uh, Almeida, and he certainly as had he control thought, the whole. Out, absolutely, yeah. but he wanted that highlight reel walk off finish, and it almost it, bit him in the ass. It almost it almost bit him in the ass. He ended up getting the walk off yeah. victory, and I don't think he was in too much dude, danger. But you never know. No, dude. you never know. You can always get caught. It is a fight, but. Yeah. That I, I don't think he should have walked it off like that. I think a few more extra punches and he's right. out of that. He almost, did it, that he almost did it again before he but had the, man, the final finish. That bomb he dropped <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the third was just disgusting. With the fadeaway, I mean, uh, oh, fadeaway three that was for great. the celebration. Vicente Luque just yeah. dicing up Tyron and then putting him in the arm triangle. Yeah. Him I mean, sleep. that was exciting to scream at first round. Absolutely. Trading hey, my girl, I talked, Maverick, I talked yeah. about it on Wednesday's pod, my girl Miranda Maverick, and uh, it was funny, man. We both looked at each other at the same time. Joe Rogan said almost something exactly as to what I said on Wednesday's pod. He, he was like, they were talking about how Jillian Robertson is like the gatekeeper for the division. Right, and right, and right. Joe Rogan goes, oh, we're sitting here talking like Jillian Robertson, like she's an old dog and she's oh, yeah. 25. And, 25. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, dude, I should be sitting on the, on the gate <laughs> side right now. What are we doing <laughs> sitting here? Uh, malarkey, comma, worthy. That was a great yep. fight. As a matter of fact, our stream paused right before that knockout. Right, right, right. <laughs> we got, we all, uh, we, our we got pay-per-view yeah, stream. pay-per-view stream paused. Throwing up um, quotate, fake quotations, <laughs> as I'm saying that. So um, it, it paused and we got it refreshed and we see Malarkey running across the cage yeah. all excited and Kama Worthy's knocked out. Uh, what what the hell happened? So then we get the yeah. the replay. Uh, of, of course, Abubakar Magomedov. Yep. Absolutely dominant, unanimous decision against Jared Gooden. Uh, Alexichuk, yeah, I believe that's how it was uh, ultimately found out how it's pronounced. Got a nice split decision. Uh, Omar Morales against Shane Young. That was, wow, that was something. Yeah. I I thought Shane was going to have the ability to come back, and, and he got tapped up the whole fight. The I, had a, whole I had a solid fight. night of betting, man. I uh, I went perfect on my uh, on my oh, picks. Yeah. I had uh, Engano. I had a nice little three-legger. So. Nice. I mean, it was a solid card overall. Yeah, for all, sure. All the way through. Now that I'm looking at it, I mean, there was only two, four, six, eight, ten, ten fights. It was only a five and fiver that I see here. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know if some got canceled there or what ended up happening. Uh, yeah, a few got canceled, but um, yeah. yeah. Oh, true. and Alonzo Menafield getting that quick sub over yeah. Fabio Charant. Charant finally got his opportunity, and ah, that's yeah, it's tough, tough spot brutal, to be brutal. in. Figure, yeah. I don't even remember how many days notice it was. Oh, but. like not even two, three, four max. Right. Who knows? Oh, all also we had some killer, killer March Madness action. Too, sure did, right? I mean, we had the double TV rocking. We had uh, March Madness going on one TV. We had the fights going on the other. Of course, is all proper degenerate yeah, I mean, should as far as the actual outcome of some of the games they were left a little bit to, de- to be desired yeah. that syracuse houston game was kind of a that dud. was rough really rough to i see mean that the or- happen oral roberts arkansas game was the best one of the night oh you missed that three by inches yeah. and everybody's already talked about it a million times by now but that is just heartbreaking mm-hmm. heartbreaking for ace miss oh <laughs> oh man you got your beavers moving on to hey, uh to today's action Wayne Tinkle and the boys baby tonight and hey maybe we might uh be talking about that here in just a little bit yeah maybe maybe but yeah great great um round one of uh, sweet 16 at the time of recording uh, round two is going on now obviously uh Gonzaga rolled over Creighton yep. a lot the <laughs> 90%, 95% of the people thought Creighton was going to be able to keep it close with their three-point shooting. They did to start off, and then it was just a drubbing. It was yeah, it. it's just too good, man. They're too good. If not Creighton, nobody, man. Creighton, Creighton stylistically matched up to be able to drop in the three ball and, and not allow yeah. Gonzaga to force them to make mistakes, but they just couldn't do it. Well, the one team that, uh, you know, I'm not going to say they can do it, but Michigan looked like a team they look that damn good. If they keep playing the way they did today, I <laughs> man, mean, you man, know, oh Florida man. State was brutal. They had turnovers. You know but what? The second half of the game, Michigan, Michigan. You know what? It's good. I'm a believer. Uh, go blue. 
I I was I've been doubting them the whole damn tournament, and I thought the Sweet 16 is finally when they were gonna fade without the depth because they were without Isaiah Livers, and they already don't have depth to begin with. And I thought this was where they actually mm-hmm. were gonna fade, man. And golly, they put an 18 point yeah. ass whooping on the Seminoles. Well, man. not only that, Come but on. I've been waiting all season for Florida State to string together more than two three games in a row, looking like yeah. a, looking like the, the team. I this thought it, I thought this was the spot. Um, it's a spot where they let you down. Yeah, <laughs> all season it long. Is. And I, I had that it. in my head, and I ignored it. Yeah, I ignored uh, it. That so. was absolutely rough. Uh, Bama and UCLA hasn't tipped off yet, and also we got USC Oregon. So hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we got some uh, good wild action, good uh, ticket cashers happening. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, Bama has cashed, and whatever side you chose between Oregon and USC between the showdown of uh, me and Mags, that cashes for you as well. Wonderful weekend of bets. Um, so far now, the TTL crew is 15-8 and eight on the March Madness tournament. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely have a full update on Twitter, so be on the lookout for that as well. But uh, we've been killing it on college basketball. It's a shame that it's almost over and almost gone. I know, it's winding down. And uh, speaking of almost over, almost gone, the TTL tournament challenge um, at this time also not a great position to give you an update and stuff, but we will be updating here shortly, especially with us getting into the Elite Eight, Final Four, etc. We'll let you know how we'll be dispersing back out the um, winner's pot, how we'll do the uh, Barstool um, yeah, I mean, the donation, best, everything The best like recap that. we can give right now is that whoever's got Gonzaga and Michigan winning the titles in decent standing right now. Yeah. And anyone yeah. who didn't is not. Absolutely. Is not. Absolutely. But includes the two of us. You know, that uh, is a good spot to leave it and a good spot to end all this banter because you don't come here for that. You don't stop by the Talk in the Line podcast just to hear me and Mags go back and forth about everything else that you could get anywhere else. You come here for the stuff that you can't. That is the Stone Cold Locks. And that's right, it's time for everyone's favorite part of the Talk in the Line podcast. The TTL crew's favorite locks and bets of the day for your Monday, March 29th, 2021. Now, I'm going to go ahead and kick things off today. And it only seems right, partner. Because uh, as we mentioned there in the opening, we're taking from today's NCAA round one of the Elite Eight Our first lock of the day is coming from the Oregon State versus the Houston Cougars. (laughs) And we are taking... A little suspense, I guess. A little suspense for you. (laughs) We are taking the Oregon State Beavers at plus the eight. If you had to question that, I don't know what you're doing. You haven't been listening to the Talk in the Line podcast. The Beavers have been my crew for the last couple weeks here as we have all been of march through, basically we have been through tournament season the oregon state beavers ladies and gentlemen six and oh straight up and ats in their last six games overall the cougars six and oh straight up four and two ats in their last six they failed to cover partner as seven and a half and seven point favorites those games were against rutgers and memphis I like that spot right there a lot. Yes, yeah, so do I, man. You know, you mentioned it all in March. Might as well drop in that stat as well. Hey, the Beavers are 6-0 and ATS in their last six neutral site games as a dog. That's been all in March. They have covered and won outright by at least eight points in their last six games. By us, five and a half point dogs, eight and a half point dogs, three times back to back to back, and six and seven point dogs. They are 13, three, and one ATS in their last 17 games versus a team with a winning straight up record. So they get it done against the big boys. Cougars are coming in. Obviously, they're playing well. Their defense looked absolutely extravagant against Syracuse. It sure did. I thought Syracuse was going to be able to do a little bit more than a 62-46 to 46 showing. However, the Cougars are 1-6 ATS in their last seven games after allowing less than 50 points in their previous game. Yeah. I mean, they, they can sh- definitely put the clamps down, but doesn't usually happen two games in a row at least to that degree yeah and beavers are perfect at neutral site 
this season. Mm-hmm. Cougars are five and two ATS at neutral okay. site games this season. So not as uh, pristine of a record as my Beavers, if you will. Definitely, not. I think Wayne Tinkle and the boys definitely get the cover and potentially as once again not getting the respect they deserve get the upset as single digit dogs i mean at this point how do you not sprinkle a little bit on the money you line? have to you yeah. have to they've cashed it every single time for you the last six times you might as well now why why get off the train at this point this fe- honestly it feels like you know if you're uh playing uh whatever franchise mode on an xbox or mm. a playstation cruising through the season you know right. doing okay and then okay now i gotta play the uh the tournaments here and win the championship yeah <laughs> on easy yeah. mode yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what it feels the, like i mean the beavers ats margin in their last six has been plus 14 plus 16 plus 22 and a half plus 10 and a half plus 19 and a half and plus nine and a half yeah i mean you could almost and f- for those of you that don't know what that means that means they have covered by, by that, that many, many extra yeah. points you can almost <laughs> flip they needed to you can almost <laughs> flip get massive plus money like for example plus when they're plus eight and a half against oregon you can flip it to minus eight and a half i don't know what those odds would be and they'd still have covered right they still have covered. They're, they are an absolute wagon. Scoop them up at the big points right now. They will definitely, at the very least, keep this at a one-bucket contest, if not get the doggone win yeah. outright. My goodness gracious. Game tips off at 6.15 Central Standard Time tonight. Lock the Beavers in at plus 7 or whatever you can currently find them, or plus 8 or whatever you can currently find the best light at on your favorite sports book. Mm-hmm. For our second lock of the day, you know I got to give it to my partner to uh, split it right down the middle. We do have two plays coming out of this game. However, this uh, team has been my partner's wagon to bet on. It absolutely loves the coach. Partner, who you got? Yeah, for the last two months, I've been all over them. It's the Arkansas Razorbacks over the Baylor Bears. Oh, yeah. Uh, plus, uh, plus seven. Arkansas plus seven. They are seven and three ATS over their last 10, the Razorbacks. Baylor is four and six ATS over their last 10. Baylor is also one and four ATS in their last five following an ATS win. And, uh, you know, Arkansas in these night games, 11, 4, and 1 ATS mm. in night games in the oh, last, yeah. uh, last 16. Oh, yeah. While Baylor, Baylor's still solid at night, but only a modest 6 and 4 ATS. Mm. I just think this is too many points. I think this is going to be a tight, tight game. Um, you know, I think Villanova, Baylor certainly handled Villanova in the second half, but... Uh, I, you know, I think Arkansas is just a much better team than Villanova. Villanova, the first two rounds of the tournament looked incredible, but, yeah. you know, that's against Winthrop in North Texas. So, yeah. I agree with you as well. I, I'm i riding with you on this pick. This uh, was uh, your your baby as Oregon yeah. State was my baby, if you will. Um, but, but I love them in this position. The one thing that does worry me is that they can't go down early right. against Baylor. And then, like I was just going to mention been. that. We were talking about that um, earlier. Yeah. Uh, however, I think that they realize that. They'll recognize that this might be finally the first game that Musk gets the boys out and right. ready to rock and roll. Whatever his pregame ritual deal right. will be, I think uh, old Musk gets them ready to rock and, and roll. And, you know, the last few games, Baylor hasn't been incredible in the first half either. They no, certainly aren't they going haven't. They certainly aren't going down like, I mean, to Villanova they did. But yeah. aside from that, they haven't been going down the way Arkansas. They haven't been shooting Arkansas the lights out. Not, not in the postseason so far. Right. Not, not in so, the first half. So definitely. Plus think, the seven. Yeah. Even if it goes down to six, six and a half or yeah. so, I still like it. So. Absolutely. 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 So for the first lock coming out of that matchup, we're taking the Arkansas Razorbacks Woo Pig Suey at plus seven or whatever the best line you can currently find them at on your favorite sports book. And yeah, we mentioned two plays. That's right. We're also taking the under 148 and a half or whatever the best line you can currently find that bad boy at. We love this play. The first and foremost, the thing that we love the most about this is that it's going to be played at Lucas Oil Stadium. Mm-hmm. There have been no games played at this uh, stadium yet so far, partner, and the depth perception, the peripheries, all the stuff playing in that huge stadium on a small basketball right. court is just completely messed up. Right. I mean, we don't have hard numbers right in front of us, but I mean, right. it's 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 a trend that's happened over you know the last... 10 15 years ever since they started playing in these big football stadiums the backdrop that these players see when they're shooting is just different than a typical basketball court right so they're not used to it 
it's a different depth perception kind of it, and mm. it sound, might sound silly to you but it's true like i remember i've seen numbers and i right. know that it's it is an actual difference i don't have them in front of me right now right right, right. but i it, it, it's a thing no it 100 especially for is. three shooting you know and arkansas has been kind of a wagon to the under here in the, uh-huh. the postseason uh-huh. at neutral sites they're five and zero in their last five to the under eight and two in their last 10 actually so they have been as well um they are seven and nine to the under um, so, or nine and seven rather to the under seven over nine under, uh, in night games. So that's, uh, something I right. also really like to see last, uh, three matchups here between not between these two teams, but these two teams, last three sure. matchups, Baylor's only allowed 51, 63 and 55 Arkansas only allowed 70, 66 and 68. Yeah. Even if they top those, you're only looking around 130 area. That's giving you a whole 10 points from where it's at. This line actually opened up at 149 and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's only been a day, and this bad boy's dropped down to 148 and a half yeah, already. Yeah, it's a decent so. number. And I mean, you, if you want to use that to factor for all four of these games, like Lucas Oil, like, oh, maybe I should bet the under on all of them. I, right. I, use that at, to your own discretion. Yeah, the first right. one we didn't put on there because the total's a lot lower at right. 130. This one's all the way up to 148. I mean, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, we'll see uh, We'll see what happens uh, for Tuesday's numbers, what those will look like as well. Sure. But another factor in it is, uh, at least at the time of recording, Sweet 16 games under a 6-0 and so far. We've got, like we've said, we've got two more left tonight that we uh, yep. haven't seen since recording. But to this point, 6-0 and on the under. Yeah, and the Razorbacks, man, more trends of how much they are a wagon towards the under 4-0 in their last four as a neutral dog. They've only been a dog twice this season, or actually once this season in neutral site games. So it's just kind of a common trend for them as a dog to go to the under. And they're 5-0 and in their last five NCAA tournament games yeah. to the under. So right. it it seems like the logical play. Sure. Absolutely logical play. So one more time for our Elite Eight Round 1 TTL crew combined locks of the day for your Monday, March 29th. We are taking the Oregon State Beavers plus eight, the Arkansas Razorbacks plus seven, and Arkansas versus Baylor game total under 148 and a half or whatever the current best lines you can find those bad boys at on your favorite sports book. Now, it wouldn't be right if you came to the Talking the Line podcast and didn't get locks from other slates as well. Of course. So, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off again for our NBA slate, and uh, we're headed to a team that has been winning us some money lately, sure pal. Has. They started off the season pretty shaky, little weird, little... They're starting to find know, some identity. And they're finding some identity. We're headed to the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Boston Celtics game. And if you've been listening to the TTL pod, you already know who we're taking. And that is the New Orleans Pelicans at plus four. This game is set to tip off at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And the Pels, as you mentioned, partner, have... Uh, Started to catch up here lately. They're mm-hmm. three and two straight up ATS in their last five overall. They've covered as five and a half point favorites twice, six and a half point dog. And in the close spread games, plus two and a half, plus one, they didn't get it done against Denver or Portland. But hey, no big deal. We're not worried about those matchups. Sure. We had, uh, you know, one or two heartbreakers in this yeah. stretch that we've been betting <laughs> on. Were, but but uh, aside from that, they've been cashing. But for hey. Us. The one thing that uh, you might look at is the trends for the Pels are not good at all on the road this season. However, on the whole season, right? On right, the right. season. However, they've been really turning around, and they actually won 113-108 to as a six-point dog at Denver back on the 21st, so just last week. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to go against those trends, and they're 4-1 ATS last five on the road versus a team with a winning home record. So they're really starting to make it happen. Turn it around, I'm telling you. And really the Pels, I think the Pels offense is going to be the story of this game. Zion has looked like an absolute monster. Yeah, they're the playing to his matchups. strengths. They're playing to Goodness. his strengths. They're, they've switched up their strategy. He's playing. They're doing a lot of more like point Zion mm-hmm. because Lonzo has been out. And I am a fan of Lonzo. I just don't know if Lonzo is the right fit in New Orleans. I right. am surprised he didn't get traded. And, you know, this last week or so is kind of uh, kind of some evidence mm-hmm. to support that. 
because they've been giving, they've been letting Zion take over a lot more, whether right. that's in the block or whether it's bringing the ball up and facilitating. Right. And it is, his field goal percentage is off the charts. Yeah, dude. He His efficiency is ridiculous. Well, the whole Pelicans team's field goal percentage, they're sure. third in the league, shooting 48.7 from the sure. field right now, dude. Uh, and uh, and the, uh, Boston, I don't really think, especially after trading uh, some of the trades they've made, they're kind of in uh, a weird little, uh, are these guys going to play that they just brought right. in? Right, right. So uh, I don't, I you know, regardless of that, I don't think they have, uh, you know, the, the personnel to do anything to slow Zion down. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all over the Pelicans. I'm all over I think, Zion. I think it's teams going in opposite directions. The Celtics are 0-6 ATS in their last six following a straight-up win of more than 10. They can't string their wins along, mm-hmm. especially ATS. 2-11 in their last 13 games ATS following a straight-up win and 2-9 and ATS in their last 11 games following an ATS win. They just can't seem to get it strung together this year. They have a good game. They play well. They looked somewhat decent um, against the uh, Thunder. Obviously, the Thunder have kind of been a punching bag this year, 111-94, but that... Right. That well, point, now that yeah, they don't have that SGA total, right now. Yeah, that so. one eleven ninety four. It, it was a lot closer. It was game a lot closer. That. I had yeah. him on a on a four leg. Right and I was sweating end. actually yeah, for a bit. They pulled away at the end. So, even though the Pelicans haven't traditionally been good at Boston in the past, you know they covered as two and a half point dogs back on February twenty first in overtime. They won one twenty to one fifteen in New Orleans. Go to Boston this time. However, I like I said, I just think it's two teams going on completely opposite directions. And if you're giving me the four points here, I think they get the get the win outright. Mm-hmm. And I'll take I will gladly take the four points sure. for the Pelicans. Hundred percent. So that's our first lock of the day, partner. What are we taking for our second lock on the NBA slate for today? All right, the second play we are rocking with the Sacramento Kings plus two and a half on the road versus the San Antonio Spurs. Kings are another team here that have been playing a lot better the week, last week or two. Five and two ATS over their last seven, six and one straight up uh, during that stretch last seven, three and one ATS last four on the road. They are uh, the Kings are six and one ATS over their last seven meetings with the Spurs. So they've owned this matchup. Oh yeah, nine and four ATS last thirteen in San Antonio. Walk in your trap, take your trap. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Caught you off guard. <laughs> uh, the Spurs are one and three ATS over their last four, one and four straight up over their last five. Their only win came, uh, I believe, it was on Saturday against our Bulls. Bulls in another one of those teams that are in a limbo spot. Massive changes to their roster. You know, very limited chemistry. So tough to uh, evaluate evaluate that win. But right. like I said, one and three ATS last four, one and four straight up last five. And another interesting fact, Spurs are 12 and 6 ATS within conference games. So that hey, that's not very good. Right. They're actually the number 1 team in the league in non-conference games. Wow. It's not the case here, but just a little interesting tidbit for you. Okay. So in conference games, they're 12 16 ATS. Okay. 12 and 16 ATS. You had originally said 12 and 6, so I was I? a little worried. Okay. Yeah, no. but 12, 12 and 16, 16. ATS okay. within conference. All right. I like that. And hey, the Kings 12 and 10 ATS on the road as you had mentioned, right? Right. 10 and 7 ATS as a road dog. Love it. Spurs, love uh, it. I believe it's 11 and 13. Um, that's coming off the top of my head. I know they have a losing yeah, record at home, ATS, is, but I think it's 11 and 13. Yeah, they are They are correct. You are correct. 11 and 13 against the spread at home. And as a home favorite, the uh, Boston Celtics, ladies and gentlemen, they are 9 and 6. So they're, they're decent, but they've... Uh, they they just, just said the Celtics or, or oh I'm sorry I'm I'm on <laughs> I'm on the wrong matchup ladies and gentlemen yeah uh, the, Spurs the San Antonio Spurs, Spurs five and six five and home. six I'm sorry I uh, was on the previous matchup my fault they are very uh, very close on the, uh, <laughs> on the yeah either the way stat sheet there and I think in both cases we've got a uh, we got cases where the team we're picking is trending upwards sure the team we're picking against it's I think even Absolutely. more so I think even more so in this matchup. Uh, for the yeah. Spurs side of it, that they're trending uh, uh, downward right now. So. I think so too, and especially with the really good trends uh, for the Kings in these matchups with the Spurs as well right. as playing in San Antonio. I think you got to take the two and a half points here with the Kings, and that's kind of the only yeah <laughs> nice little momentum booster too. <laughs> they had a buzzer beating win on uh, oh. on Saturday against the Cavs. One hundred nine wild yeah Ooh, wild catch and shoot at the buzzer. So you yeah. know 
certainly helps for their momentum. So. Absolutely. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, the TTL Cruise combined locks for the NBA slate today. We are taking the New Orleans Pelicans at plus four and the Sacramento Kings at plus two and a half or whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sportsbook. And to wrap things up for the TTL Crew's favorite plays of the day, we are headed to Monday's NHL slate. And once again, I'm going to kick things off for this slate, and we are taking the Edmonton Oilers money line versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. I got my partner talked into this play. I took these bad boys. I took the Edmonton Oilers on Saturday and got my heart broken. They lost an absolute barn burner four to three in overtime against these same Maple Leafs. These Maple Leafs have not been uh, as good as their record shows. They uh, have won their their last three games straight up, but uh, over their last 10, they're four and six straight up. They haven't really been putting it together as of late, and I think especially in this position with Edmonton coming off of that loss, they are ready to go back into Toronto and get that win back immediately. The Oilers are 5-1 and one straight up in their last six games playing on one day's rest, actually, partner. I like that. Uh, they're also 8-1 and one in their last nine in the third game in a 3-4 and four situation. So we both kind of talked about that. We've really been looking into that, and that is a solid, solid number to uh, kind of start checking out. Yeah, what was that again? 3-4, and four, right? They are 8-1 and one in their last nine in a 3-4 and four situation. Yep, so three yeah. games and four mm-hmm. days. Yep. yep, three and four days. And then 5-1 and one in their last six in the fourth game of 4-6. Four and six. Okay. situation so very good spot for the uh, Oilers to be in man I thought they had the victory they had won their last three straight and then they drop it to Edmonton uh, or, or they drop it to Toronto for some reason when teams have gone on a, a three-game streak this season they have lost the following matchup it's been kind of a weird streak to see and one thing I'm really looking in this matchup one thing I've really been keen on is the goalie splits um, it's right now at the time of recording, uh, the probable goalies are, uh, Koskinen and Anderson. Anderson obviously didn't have the best game. And I, I don't think that, uh, he's the better goalie here in these matchups. Uh, Koskinen has a 0.903 save percentage. He's actually been playing really well despite his 9-10 and 10 win loss. The Oilers just haven't been really able to get that puck in the net when it's really counted. And Anderson only sporting a .897 save average. And Toronto started off the season extremely hot. We're getting him a lot of wins. He didn't have to do a lot of hard work, heavy lifting. And now he's getting into the thick of it. And I think he's going to be facing a pissed-off Oilers squad that's going to be ready to come back in and absolutely destroy <laughs> this yeah, Leafs team. definitely. So, yeah. Rock I'm all roll. over it with you. Anything all else, over Anything it. else you uh, you had locked and loaded? I didn't put uh, it in. Well, you mentioned that uh, three-game, when teams have those three-game win streaks, Leafs are on a three-game win streak. Yeah. And, uh, you know, nice little spot here. Uh, yeah, the last thing is that we've bet against the Leafs, or bet on the Leafs a bunch of times on our and pod and us. newsletter, and they burn us. So, yeah. uh, it's time to flip the script. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the Oilers... Fourth in the league uh, in goals per game, averaging 3.4. Seventh in the league in shots per game, averaging 31.0. And fourth in the league in power play, averaging 26.8% goals made. And going up against a Leafs penalty kill that is 13th in the league at 77.1%. So matching up quite well there if uh, the Oilers can get the Leafs in trouble again in the box they got a real solid shot of winning this game outright yeah I'm all over with you rock and roll did you mention that it's plus money right it is plus money the uh the Oilers are currently opened up as plus 135 dogs uh the line has dropped down a little bit they opened up around plus 150 and it's dropped down to plus 130 so obviously nice er- there, yeah. early sharp money coming in on them at the time of recording so we love that you always love to see that sure so hammer in the oilers money line as fast as you can for it drops any lower second lock of the day coming out of the nhl slate partner this was uh your selection uh what sure it was man? We're rocking with the Pittsburgh Penguins at home versus the New York Islanders. Penguins are on a nice little win streak here. They just beat the Islanders on Saturday, 6-3. to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nice 
huge home and road splits in this one. Pittsburgh is a wild and uh, I, was, I don't even know what I'm going for here. <laughs> wild and rampant, nice home streak. This is I'm, I'm I'm crashing and burning here. Penguins are 15, three and one at home. That's a nasty home record. That 15, was the point that I was 15, trying to make that I completely one. failed yeah. on. 15, three and one. Islanders are nine, eight and two on the road. Nothing special by any means. Pittsburgh is five and one in their last six meetings here against the Islanders. Uh, so they've absolutely dominated this one. Home team in these uh, in these games are four and one over the last five, and uh, this is a nice, nice big trend here. Um, but the Islanders are sixteen thirty five and two over the last fifty three games in Pittsburgh. So that's going to span a nice chunk of time there. You but know, uh, historically, the Penguins own yeah. this matchup. That's you what know, I'm trying to say. You know, I was going to say that this season. It's been kind of a toss-up between these two teams. However, the Penguins have had the Islanders' number when they play them in Pittsburgh. They won 6-3 on March the 27th. They won 3-2 on February the 20th, and then 4-1 on February the 18th. They've had their number in 2021 so far, and they've they've been getting it done by more than a few goals. Sure, sure. Yeah, only uh, only the last couple things I had here. Pittsburgh seven and one last eight games on one day's rest, and uh, six and one over their last seven in the fourth game of a four and six. Mm. So on the fourth game of a four games in six game or They're six hot. days, they are red hot. Uh, so I'm all over the Penguins. Uh, like I said, nice little win streak. Nice dominance here over the Islanders, especially in Pittsburgh. And Penguins are one of the best teams in the league at home. And the yeah. Islanders are no... Uh, and the Islanders' defensive stats are a little bit inflated. They haven't been playing super great teams. They didn't play great in the early part of the season. And now we're getting kind of into the thick of it here. And they're starting to let up a lot of goals. So I think those are going to come back. And uh, the regression monster is going to rear its ugly head, if you will, um, for the old Islanders here. And I think they're going <laughs> to go on a little bit of a losing streak. Yeah, I'm all over it with you. Um yeah, like you said, Islanders, uh, they're sitting uh, second in the division, but I think that's a little misleading. I think sure. they uh, start to take a dive here, and I think the Penguins start to slide up that division. So I think you're right as well. Nice little uh, not-quite-plus-money as we're recording it. I think it's around minus 108. So right around in still there. Still solid odds for you. Absolutely. So one more time, the TTL Cruise favorite plays of the day coming out of the NHL slate. We are taking the Edmonton Oilers money line and the Pittsburgh Penguins money line. If you're crazy enough, go ahead and parlay those boys together. See what you think. Hammer them in. Lock them home and get ready to run some tickets to the window with the crew. Now, moving right along, at this point, it's kind of uh, just become a tradition, and we just have now folded it into the Monday episodes of the podcast, if you will. Our partners at Moneyline Dice, yes, that's right, they are our partners now, have uh, so graciously uh, given us a, a coupon code that you folks can use at uh, on their website when you uh, order some some of their merch. So we will uh, definitely tell you about that. Uh, we're also going to do a nice money line dice roll to show the versatility of the product, if you will. We typically roll for basketball spreads and over unders, but today we uh, we're going to go for a little hockey matchup. What do you think about that, partner? Feels good, man. So we can either do a little uh, money line, a little puck line. We'll do a little total as well. For the matchup today, it's uh, another neck-and-neck matchup coming out of the NHL slate, so it only seemed right we would use the dice on it, and it is going to be the Winnipeg Jets versus the Calgary Flames, the matchup we're taking out of the NHL slate. Now, before we go any further, these dice, ladies and gentlemen, one hell of a product. They, uh, you see them sitting on a desk and they're just black, regular dice, some gold lettering on them. They look real crisp, clean. You hold them up to a light and they are translucent. They're just killer. They are such a beautifully handcrafted product. I can't get over it. Every time I, I use them, I, I absolutely love it. However, like we mentioned, like I mentioned, we 
have partnered with Moneyline Dice. Now, these dice are fun for if you just want to make some random bets throughout the day, if you're struggling on uh, placing a bet when it's a really close line like we're about to roll for on a hockey game or a basketball or football or whatever you want to roll And it's a game that you just can't miss out on any type of action. And you just want to put the action, but you don't know or you didn't listen to the Talking the Line podcast today and you just got to hurry up and roll for, for a little bit of action. Moneyline Dice is here for you. They also have uh, your Moneyline Dice Roll bet tracking book. They also have um, MMA scorecard books, and they also have the Moneyline Dice hat. More products coming. They're they're very early and growing. That's why we wanted to part- partner with them now because we love the product, and we just can't wait for more people to hear about it. If you want your own Moneyline Dice, your own tracking book, or any of the other merch that you can get, Head on over to MoneyLineDice.com. That is M-O-N-E-Y-L-I-N-E-D-I-C-E.com, just like it sounds. And at checkout, enter code TTL10, and you will get 10% off your first order. I'm telling you, you're going to love these things. As soon as I found out about the Moneyline Dice, I scooped them up, and I've been using them ever since. I've had them for six months, and I found out about them just about six months ago. Absolutely love them. I try and use them once a day just to uh, see how they work. It's for S's and G's. Yeah, I absolutely, S's and G's all day long. <laughs> I absolutely love them. So one more time, head on over to MoneylineDice.com, and when you order, enter TTL10 at checkout to get 10 percent off your first order now without any further hesitation or delay let's get into today's hockey matchup Moneyline dice roll over the winnipeg jets and the calgary flames first things first we're going to take the old home and away dice and we're going to roll for either winnipeg or calgary just to make sure before i roll It is in Calgary, so Winnipeg is the away team, Calgary being the home team, obviously, just to confirm. And for the first roll, we get... Oh, the Winnipeg Jets. So regardless of the second roll, we are taking the Winnipeg Jets. Second roll, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers far and wide, is going to be for ATS or Moneyline. Now, either way, pretty good position here. Either we get a uh, a puck, a puck point, mm-hmm. or uh, we're winning this baby outright. So for the second roll of the day for the Jets and Flames matchup, we're taking the money line. Money line. The money line. First roll of this matchup, we are taking the Winnipeg Jets money line. Go ahead and show it to the fine people, if you would, partner. Yes, that's right. Uh, You know, can't see the podcast at this time coming very soon. However, you can check out the video on Twitter. You're probably watching it right now. I'm talking to you. How you doing? You're looking great out there. Thanks for stopping by. Now, moving right along for the second roll of this matchup, we're taking the total. Total is currently set at five and a half. Might kick up to six. Not too sure. I'll tell you a little bit why once we roll this bad boy over and under five and a half. That there is the over. Over five and a half. So not as confident in that. Uh, Reason why I said that is because I took this matchup on Saturday as well. I took Edmonton, so I I actually was going to take Edmonton again. I love the money line in this position, so I'm super happy the dice turned out to be like that. Oh, Oh, yeah, Edmonton. Well, they're in the same spot as Edmonton. Um, Yeah, so I I absolutely love it. So once again, we are taking the Winnipeg Jets money line versus the Calgary Flames, and we are also taking over the point total of five and a half. Why I said it might kick up to six because it did on Saturday, and uh, I'm pretty sure it'll probably do the same because it's the exact same matchup. Fair enough. Fair enough. So lock it in, hammer it in. If you want to... Ride with the dice. If you want to fade the dice, whatever you want to do, use them at your own discretion. That's why they're here. And if you like what you hear and what you see when we use them, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. Get your own set of Moneyline Dice, your own tracking book, and whatever else you might need. And enter code 
TTL10 at checkout and get 10% off your first order. You never know. Maybe your dice get a little bit luckier than ours do. They very well might be. Who knows? Only one way to find out. That's by getting yours now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So kicking off this week, you know, not uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot of craziness. Not wild uh, going on. Obviously... Uh, be sure, first things first, to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Talking the Line and at Talking underscore the underscore line. That's where you will see all of our plays, all of our updates, all of our additional content that we put out throughout the day. Um, that uh, will definitely be where you can see uh, Riley's fine canvas that he always has our picks on and we throw out there. He's getting pretty damn good at those bad boys. So he's got those rocking and rolling. You know, might as well recap it for you because we don't have any uh, any other segments, no other crazy slate time of recording, not a whole bunch of lines out, but you better believe that we will most 100% assuredly have some additional plays for you on the Action app today. So follow us there as well, at Cash with Colt and at RMAGS um, or... Colton Sroka and at our Magnus. It's not Riley Magnuson on there. However, always follow those. We put out additional, goodness gracious, <laughs> additional uh, plays and locks throughout the day to uh, keep keep cashing your tickets and filling your bankrolls. We had a solid week on there. We had, we had a, a solid week on the TT, on all of our actual combined plays. We had a solid week individually on our extra plays. Yeah. So. Honestly, I mean, no, no two if ands or buts about it. If if you want to know anything about it, you can go and check our records. Last seven were fifty six and forty, or I personally am fifty six and forty, up nineteen point nine five units. Last thirty two hundred one one eighty seven and seven, up thirty seven point three two units. And all time, I'm seven ten six ninety seven and twelve, up seventy one point four five units. And that's since I've been tracking this about three four months ago. Mm-hmm. So, and if units are confusing you when I say that, one we kind of we recapped it on a on an earlier pod. But to kind of go back to that, what what we mean by that when we say our units, or you see on our action plays that we're playing a unit or a half a unit. For instance, my unit is twenty five dollars, right? So if I, for instance, loved the Oregon Beavers. I put 25 on them, one unit. So you listen to the TTL pod. Today we have Oregon State plus eight, Arkansas plus seven, Arkansas versus Baylor under 148.5, Pelicans plus four, Kings plus two and a half, Oilers money line and Penguins money line, and then our money line dice roll, right? If you take your one unit, and it could be $10 for you, it can be $5 for you be for crying out loud. Whatever you want it to be, you take that one unit and you put that one unit on each of those plays. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, you are going to make money. We now are in the, the tween of professional and amateur handicapping. We just don't recognize, but we handicap this at a professional level. We have learned how to handicap these games. We've learned what to look at, and and we are we're killing it. <laughs> so, I, you know, obviously nobody's ever perfect. Nobody's ever at a great, and we have our losing days, but you're, you're not seeing losing days of one in a million, one in bajillion, you know. So that's, that's what we mean by the units. P- play one unit on every single play that we have don't deviate from that don't put 50 on one five on the other it, it don't don't get it right. all confusing. we typically do a unit on our podcast newsletter picks maybe uh mm-hmm. and I, I would say me personally i usually have one or two extras that come up that i feel just as strongly of and then i usually got a couple that i you know throw a half unit on because so i was like ah, i like that but i yeah. could see it i could see it failing yeah, another thing I like to do, especially with Oregon State in situations like this, I will put my one unit on the plus eight and a half, and I'll put a half a unit right. on the money line. Right. So twenty five on the spread, and then twelve fifty on the money line. Right. So I'm still making money either way, and even even if they don't win, I'm still I'm making more money than if they would have won. They win, then I'm I'm double cashing, cashing. You know, so it's a great way to bet. It's a great way to make money stay away from a lot of parlays now i will tell you i do play one parlay per day but it's only a five leg parlay and it's because i do have 
risk-free bed insurance. Right. <laughs> it's easy to get greedy, man, yeah, whether you're doing, whether you're getting hot and you're like, oh, now let me throw all these together, or right. you're trying, like, ah, oh, man, I want to hit $1,000 as opposed to $100 or something tempting, like that. As tempting as it is when you get on a streak, and especially betting with us lately, we've been hot, as tempting as it is to wake up in the morning and start betting differently. Do not bet differently than you do every single day. Make the same straight plays. Make the same single units. Me personally, I play our straight plays, and then I do half units on all the other plays that I like throughout the day, and I will pick five of those out, and I'll make a parlay. Mm -hmm. And that is my bet. That is my bet Sunday to Sunday. That is my bet slip. I do not deviate from that. I do not goof around with that. If there's a big golf tournament or a big race or something huge, for sure, I'll throw I'll throw some big money, some goofy shit on it for sure if I if I got insider information or something, you know. But or if you're just trying to get wild. Or if I'm or just trying to get wild. Knows? But for the most part, I don't know who needs to hear this, but just stay on your units and bet the same way you do every single day. Don't deviate. Yeah, man, you don't want to get greedy. Like for example, maybe you're a smaller better and you find yourself with you know, instead of having an average of a hundred dollars in your account, you got three hundred. You got three, like, four hundred. Oh, sweet. Let me oh, throw a hundred bucks now. That's a quick way to get now, right back to where you were. When we first started this, I, I mean, we're speaking from experience yeah. as well. I mean, I, I've done things like that. I and and everybody's like, well, how can you handicap the games? How can you know? It's because you learn from your mistakes. And instead of being the guy that's like, oh, I can get it back on this part layer. Yeah. No, I know. You learn from that mistake and you learn how to handicap based off of those previous mistakes and you watch the trends. And you, it's it's very difficult to learn. It takes a lot of time. I will tell yeah. you that much. I'll speak for the both of us. I think we <laughs> fell into our own traps multiple. It wasn't yeah. like a one time, oh, yeah. that's a lesson to learn. It probably took a few times took for us a few to, times to learn that in, lesson. You fall into the trap because you think you're smarter than the books yeah. and, and you see all the signs that say that you should take the opposite side right. of what you want to bet and you still bet that. Exactly. Because like many of you, I'm sure that you watch hours upon hours of sports and you feel like you have a decent amount of knowledge yeah you like should be all on do. sports center you should like know we everything all do. Right? but right. uh this thing they call sports gambling uh there's people who do it for set the, these lines for a living and they're very good at it for a reason they're very good they're very good you know what was funny the other night i was on the phone with my dad and i we were watching the uh western kentucky memphis game to the end of it and while we yeah while we were chatting and we put them in a teaser, me and you, we bought five points on them. Right. And they were close as plus one dogs, and it was plus six, and they lost by seven. Lost by seven. And my dad made that comment. He goes, man, these guys are so doggone good. And I'm like, you know, the craziest part about that is that they're so good that they freaking had the teaser they they had the teaser number locked in as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, they're so damn good that not only did... Western Kentucky lose outright and not cover as plus one point dogs, but they locked the teaser number and lost by seven instead of by mm-hmm. six like you needed them. I mean, yeah, they're really good. So trust pros like us, pros uh, that are out there, betting analysts, they know what they're talking about. They really do. And I mean, it, the proof is in the pudding with us at this point now. Like, obviously, we've been doing it for quite some time now at this point, And the numbers are there. If you look at our action app, the numbers are there. We cash yeah. tickets day in and day out. Even if we have, and if you join the boat on a day where we have a five and four day and, and you might lose 20, 30 bucks, stay on the train. We're going to yeah. come back the next yeah. day. It's all right. You know? I mean, we'll probably, uh, we've been talking about it uh, Internally, but we'll probably throw our uh, talking get our, establish a talking the line action page. action app just mm-hmm. just the things that come out of the pod the newsletter so you can just watch that if you don't right. want to take all of me and Mag's plays that we play all day all right sometimes I uh, you know I'm a volume shooter sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah you are <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> well I uh, I just definitely wanted to touch on that topic a lot of questions come up about the units or whatever the case might be and hey that's a that's a good time to remind you if you have questions about those things or anything in relation to that be sure to be on the lookout on Thursday afternoons for the fan question Friday tweet it usually comes out between two and four o'clock somewhere in there depending on uh, how crazy our Thursday afternoons are and uh, we be sure to answer every single one of them on Friday's podcast episode. So drop them in there. We'd love to connect with you guys. We'd love to answer your questions and nothing is off limits. And we mean it when we say that. So as per usual, pardon, we might as well wrap this bad boy up, close her on down and uh, ice my damn neck. 
Yeah, do it the only way I can and uh, take the opportunity to ice your neck. A little <laughs> foreshadowing for my motivation minutes there. Today's Colts Motivation Minutes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you took an opportunity to scroll through Sunday's special edition of the TTL newsletter, you saw uh, a few heavy-hitting quotes in there, one of them being the following, nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity. Now, I didn't really want to go too far, too crazy, or get too deep into that. Obviously, you can read that. You can listen to it again. You can go back and write it down and, and read it for yourself. However, it just rang so true with me, and it felt as something that I needed to expand on just a tad bit. But if you're listening to this right now, don't don't let that opportunity go by. It's in your life for a reason. Whatever you have been working towards and you have now come to the crossroads and the fork in the road at, it's time to make the choice to jump. It's time to pursue that opportunity. Because you've already come this damn far in the first place, and if you quit after all of this work, then you're just going to wonder what the little bit additional work and making the right choice would have been. Don't live your life wondering. Don't live your life letting opportunities pass by and saying, ah, I think I could do it, but uh, it's just too much work. I I don't have the time for it. I don't think I could ever do it. And I don't know how how I would be successful at it right away. Don't worry about that. Everything will be handled if it is put into your life and it is knocking at your door. Don't be the person that asks if somebody else is going to get it. Go and chase after it. Don't let anybody lap you up, pass you up. Today, right now, this moment, this second, this breath is your chance to go and get it and be the best version of yourself by doing so. What do you think, partner? I like it, man. I mean, yeah, I I think you can have your own perspective on it too, whether it's making a big jump, like, uh, you know, big life decisions, starting mm-hmm. a podcast like we did, or uh, <laughs> something as simple as, uh, you know, your friend asking you to hang out and maybe you haven't seen him in a while. Take the opportunity right. to, you know, whether you might not think so or not, it's, uh, you know, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Socialize, build your social stamina. Uh, basically what I'm trying to say is there's a wide range of perspectives that can be viewed off of nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity. That's all I'm trying to say. Absolutely. So... Like I said, I know you're trying. You're saying it as far as like big things, and hey, that's no, you know, no, no. I uh, I do these motivation minutes to generate the word that just came out of your mouth, my friend. Perspective, Yahtzee, whatever you need it to be, I guess. Yahtzee, yeah, whatever you need it to Yahtzee. be. Yahtzee. If I do this, and the hundred people that get to hear this throughout a day think it's stupid and the hundred and first that listen to it and impacts and changes their life in the course of the direction of their day and their thoughts i did my job yeah 100 percent. i did my job i i'm fine with that i am more than fine with that and that's 100 percent why i do it is perspective perspective it was in my five p's it's it's one of the most key things to this life is this perspective with everything look at every perspective that you come across but don't let those opportunities pass you by, my friend. No. Nope. Because it ain't going to be there forever. Excuses nope. are always going to be there, but those opportunities won't. 100%. 100%. All no, all I love time. it. I'm all over it. Hell yeah. So that is uh, my motivation minutes for your Monday, March 29th, 2021. Partner, for we uh, close things out officially here and let these kind people go on about their day. Got anything uh, burning on the heart, burning on the soul, other than uh, the side of your neck? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sitting at a 45-degree angle here, but uh, no, nah, uh, man, I mean, you got a lead eight action coming up. If only we would have got on YouTube just yeah. a little bit sooner. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's, I'm seriously sitting at a 45-degree oh, angle. I've been man. like this for the last 12 hours. There's but, been uh, so many opportunities like this. We're like, damn, we really do need to get on YouTube. Like, We just had so many oh, little man. things like this. <laughs> so coming soon, folks, coming yeah. soon, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Maybe a little Wednesday uh, baseball preview. Shit, yeah, dude. Opening day, April 1st, Thursday. Yes, sir. Big dingers. 
Yeah, I mean, we're both excited. I know you're. Uh, you've got an interesting spot with your cubbies. Gonna I might. Be big... I might fucking pick up chewing tobacco again. I'm so excited. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't say the same. But uh, <laughs> I'm juiced. I'm juiced for it, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I I man. Game so beautiful. It's got to be played on diamonds. Yep. Ah, give it to me. And my socks are. Uh, despite the massive blow that was Eloy Jimenez taking a yeah. taking a seat for probably this I season. I feel for you. I still love our still love our squad this year. I think uh hopefully we can get Eloy back if uh, we're fortunate enough to make the playoffs, but I still think we can make a deep playoff push. I I'm I, I'm still you tell it in my voice. I'm still I'm really sad fan. about it. Yeah. <laughs> even though I'm a Cubs fan, I I uh I feel where you're coming from, but would love to see the Cubs do something big as well. We'll see what happens. Old, old Jock Peterson is filling out nicely in that Cubby blue, I will tell you that. Hmm. He hit uh two two in a row on Friday or two in one game in his seventh of the preseason. So Hell of a pickup by the old cubbies there, for sure. I'm excited sure. for some uh, preview action on Wednesday, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I am too. We I'm haven't ex- talked about the structure, but maybe a little uh, World Series picks, awards we'll see. picks. We'll, we'll see what happens. That might be a little too early yet for all of that action, because yeah. you know all of yours is just going to be the Sox shit. But, nah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll definitely, yeah, I, <laughs> we are both baseball fanatics. As we mentioned before, one of the first things we started learning how to cap, So so and we had such a small sample size and season cannot My white Sox wait were the best team wait. ats last year oh so, man uh, cannot wait man. hopefully we can get going on that again yeah so that should be a blast um yeah nothing else all hot too major going on hopefully there's some popping off news dumpster fires from around the sporting world that start happening this week uh within the nfl and nba and all of the above you know we're going to be right on it and reporting on it and uh letting you know how it's going to affect some bets and giving you stone cold locks all the way through thank you guys so much for all of your support your following your listening we for me and mags both and partner if you want to say something too but man you you guys inspire us to keep pushing and keep doing more and making this content bigger and better for all of you and getting onto youtube and onto twitch and onto other things and and man we do this for the fun of it we we absolutely love it we we want to take this full time and and we appreciate the words of of the you that listen that say we definitely can so thank you so much uh we are gung-ho fully rocking and rolling thank you thank you thank you yeah you nailed it yeah 100 percent. thank you guys so much keep stopping by keep cashing tickets with the crew it we ain't going nowhere rest assured it ain't gonna be in a couple of months you ain't ever gonna hear from the crew again we are here for the long haul and even more ventures and more content and more craziness to come now as per usual ladies and gentlemen Degenerates and gamblers far and wide, from me and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular day. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.